You're listening to the Soul Strategies podcast hosted by the team here at Soul Strategies. We hope you like the latest episode and thanks for tuning in. Hello, everybody. It's exciting. I'm, I'm excited. So, everybody, Amani, our operations director, uh, and we're finally together on a very important topic. Yes. You want to intro us? Yes. So today we're going to talk about how the police have officially lost their minds. Mm. Uh, we have had probably this just this week. Well, there's two big things going on. There's the shooting that just happened in Minnesota of the unarmed man who was got pulled over for apparently for having a dangling air freshener in his car, which is so illegal. Incredible. And and then the sergeant, the military sergeant who got harassed. Did you see that video? No, a military sergeant? Yes, a black military sergeant. He got pulled over. They wouldn't even tell him why, because they thought his tags were expired, but they weren't. Mm. And they literally pulled him over like the the commands were so confusing. Like they made him reach his hands out of his car and then they were like, get out the car, and he was like, I can't like because my hands are out the window. They were like, figure it the fuck out. Get out the car. And he's like, I'm scared to death. I don't know what to do. So that situation happened and came to the light. And then we have the Derek Chauvin trial that's going on right now today. And it's just a lot. And to Mm. me, it just seems like they're focusing on the wrong shit. Yeah. No, for for real. And, you know, it's incredible to think about, you know, I mean, running for office during this time too, right? Of like, you know... One of the biggest issues that, and one of the reasons why we exist, right, is to mm-hmm. fight these systems of, of oppression. And one of the issues is is that, you know, it, it's deeply rooted in, in all of our systems, right? So it's like you can't just sort of come to a system and then overhaul one of the systems because it's the entire system is broken, right? The whole thing. The whole thing. And it, you know, it becomes really stressful um, to, well, obviously, you know, not to white people, but to people of color in this country. And, and honestly, to, I think for candidates in general, like how, how do you navigate this, particularly when you're in cities, in states mm-hmm. where this is more prevalent, right? right? Like we were just talking right before we came on that how many mass shootings have we had this year? 130, 130 this year alone. 130. And I mean, we don't even want to sort of dig into the statistics on how many of those people are children, how many, you know, I mean, it's, it's insane. And, you know, we were looking at, there are some days that we've had multiple shootings, mass shootings, Mm -hmm. right? So like, there was one day that we looked at five mass shootings, um, Mm -hmm. all all in a single day, two of them in the same state, but in different cities. (laughs) Which is insane. It's insane. And, you know, it's, I mean... I think one of the things that people don't like to talk about when it comes to this, like mm-hmm. why I say, you know, it, it's it's really the money issue, right? It, yeah. That's the big issue here. And that's why most, a lot of candidates don't, or people even who already have power, they don't want to touch these issues mm-hmm. or they don't want to put forth any real policy that could change because they're taking money from the freaking NRA who don't do anything. I don't even know why they exist. Like why they're so scared of these companies. Like I feel like politicians have forgotten that they're the ones with the power. Mm-hmm. You are, yeah. you can only be ran over and dictated 
and bullied by corporations if you allow them. At the end of the day, you're the ones who are in office. You are the ones that make the rules. Mm -hmm. So if you want to flip the script and just tell these people, I'm not taking your money and I'm going to do what I want, you can very well do that. You're going to have power regardless. And that's the part that I literally don't understand. Yeah. Like, are you willing to just let people keep dying? Are you willing to just let our criminal justice system be one of the worst ones in the world Mm -hmm. where we don't even use prisons to rehabilitate rehabilitate people is just there to make people suffer for the rest of their life and yeah. even when you get out you're still suffering because you can't get an apartment you can't get a job mm-hmm. you can't do anything and it's just like why are we at a point where we're still letting this exist in this way like politicians really have to step up and start turning that money down because at the end of the day you supp- you were supposed to become elected to change something to yeah. do something and they don't do that. And they don't. Yeah. And I mean, they could very well turn down that money. And I think that. And still have yeah, power. And still have power. Exactly. I mean, that's that's the reality is that if people couldn't, if progressive candidates couldn't raise money, right? Like if that was actually fact, we yeah. wouldn't have Bernie out raising exactly. every single person in the Democratic Party. So this whole, well, we have to have corporations because we can't do it without it. I don't buy that. I just, I don't, I don't buy it because the, the you know, statistics are statistics. The the numbers are there. Bernie outraised every single person in the democratic field and he didn't just do it once. He did it multiple times. So it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me when people come back with these arguments of, well, you can't be competitive and this isn't going to change my morals or the way I vote. Of course not. No, it's not. You know, I mean, all of that is just is nonsense because the thing is, you might think that you're doing this good thing, right? Like you might think that you're uplifting your community by taking this money and quote unquote, giving yourself a good shot, whatever that means. But what you're actually doing is you're uninspiring people. And you're making people that are informed not want to support you. And so all of those small dollars, you're literally just leaving on the table for somebody else to go and take. And at the same time, you're ruining your, you know, your moral standing of of the way that things should be and people trusting you and wanting to you to be elected for the right reasons, right? So you're giving up so much more is what I'm saying, right? Like it seems like, because what what it really is, I think, is that it's a short-term solution, right? The short-term solution is I need money right now. And Mm -hmm. the long-term solution is that you could get that if you put in more hours, if you got the right people on board, if you organize your campaign correctly, if you did all Mm -hmm. of those things, you could do that. But instead you want the short term, like you want to have this immediately right now. And so it's just not thinking, it's not thinking long-term strategy. It's, it's really, it's really short-sighted, really short-sighted. And the thing is, I hope I don't sound ridiculous. If you, if you do policies that the majority of people support, you will get that money. Yeah. Like they're so fixated on getting it from the corporations, from these groups like the NRA and things like that. If y'all get in office and do things that make you popular, you won't even need as much money mm-hmm. if you're popular. Yeah. Like the same thing that we have right now with um with Biden. He's like up here debating whether he wants to cancel student loan debt or not. Biden, if you cancel student loan debt, you're going to have generations of people voting for you till the end of time. I'm getting on the Biden train right now. So, (laughs) right? Like, just do things that people want. That's it. 
they're not thinking. And it's like right now the power is being held by like such a small percentage of people, right? Because the people who matter, the voters, aren't getting what we want. Mm-hmm. We don't want to live in a system like this. We're not happy. Yeah, no. Nah. But, you know, these politicians still keep getting elected. So it's just, I don't know. I'm sick of it. Yeah. It's to true. the point where we really can't ignore these problems anymore. Like, at this point, how many mass shootings, how many more do we need to have? Like, children die, dogs die, cats die, humans die, old people die, young people die. Everybody's dying from these mass shootings, and no one cares. Yeah. Nobody, like, they still yeah. do the same thing. Thoughts and prayers. We're going to send our thoughts and prayers, y'all. Mm-hmm. And it's like, guys, y'all can't change this, right? Like, I'm trying to understand what are they so afraid of. Yeah. Because other first world countries, like you were saying, Australia police officers don't need to carry guns. Yeah. In the UK, they don't have guns Canada, they don't have guns. A lot of other countries that we're competitive with, allegedly, and that are on the same caliber that we are as a nation, don't have guns. And they seem to be doing just fine. So what is the real issue? Who is really, you know, who's really holding the cards at this point? Like, who's the one deciding that we can't pass any gun reform. I, I literally don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah. And I want to pause for a moment here because I want to address the Trump supporters that are likely going to comment on this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just address it. Let's show receipts while we're here, right? Yeah. Um, so for the yeah. people that want to come on and comment, oh, you guys are just a bunch of cop haters mm-hmm. and all of this nonsense. This is not about cops. This isn't about good cops and bad cops. The The reality yeah. here is, is of course, there are people that go that want to become a cop because they want to be they want to help their community. That that is a fact. We understand <laughs> yeah. that. And we're not saying that 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 we should be hating on those people. The issue mm-hmm. is the system. So when you get a good yes. cop, they're encouraged to become a bad cop to be a quote unquote yes. good cop. That's yes. the problem. So before it's we get those comments, <laughs> I just mm-hmm. wanted to address that. And, you know, one of the other issues here that, you know, this sort of good cop, bad cop mentality and, you know, please, mm-hmm. money or like talk over me on this. But like it's right. It's it is, you know, it's not addressing the racist system that we have. That's the problem It's like, and you know, it's, it's so just we're not. Yeah, it's so deep. in it. I have an experience. This happened. I've, I've had a gun pulled on me for cop for not doing anything. Like, I That's remember so I was in college. I was going to a concert and we were driving on like this parking lot where the concert was taking place. So I'm just following all the other cars. Mind you, I got on my dress and heels, my makeup. I'm not looking terrifying or threatening or anything. I'm just driving through the parking lot following these other cars. And there was a car in front of me full of uh, a group of white girls. So we just got in the car. We followed them. We're like, okay, they're going this way. We're going to go this way. This must be the right way to go. So we literally have cops like they were standing like on the side of the um of the road, like directing people, letting everybody go through. So they let the car in front of us go through. So we just proceeded to go through. And this cop, I kid you not, jumps in front of my car like a freaking ninja. It's like, stop, stop, stop. I'm like, you're about to hit him or something. Like, yeah, he, said, he said, are you trying to run me over? And I'm like, you just leaped into the street. Like it's like those people that I'm have, not- that do the insurance scams <laughs> with the cameras. Yeah. And you like purposely throw yourself in front of them. Literally. <laughs> so then he, he puts his hand on his holster, on his um, gun holster. And he's, I roll down the window. He says, I will fire around through this car, through this window right now. My and I said, God. what? And then he pulls it out and literally as he's standing in front of my car, he pulls his gun out, pointing at me. He said, I will shoot you and your friends right now. 
Oh my god, that's insane! And like, I what? Said, for what? I said for what? He said, "What? You tried to run me over?" I said, "No, I didn't. I'm just trying to park." And that's the he problem. Said, like, if you guys here. are both dead, they. What? Well, that was the story. You tried to run that's me over, right? Like that, and that's yeah. the. It's just, it's so infuriating. Happen. It's like, it's just, it's infuriating. And it's infuriating because, I mean, you know, being white, right, in in this country, mm-hmm. you know, it, you don't really, you, you understand that these things happen, right? But you're right. never really there for them to happen. So it, right. you always have that mm-hmm. sort of like, well, is it that bad? Like, I know I've heard other white people say, well, is it really that bad? You know? And it's like, it's no, it bad. is literally that bad. And, you know, and... We don't even just even if you're not looking at like the national stuff, which you can't turn away Mm -hmm. from. I mean, what they did to Dante Wright, what they did to Mm -hmm. George Floyd. I mean, it's we literally had camera footage of George Floyd. There shouldn't even be a trial. (laughs) Every person saw it. Right. Mm -hmm. It happened right in front of our faces. And yet we have a trial that is Mm -hmm. funded by the cop (laughs) union. Yeah. The trial for his defense, for this cop's Mm -hmm. defense is funded by the police union. Like that, if that doesn't give you all indication of corruption, and sorry, Facebook, I don't know what can. Fall, but like, I, yeah, I don't know what can either, you know? And it's like, you know, people want to say, well, everybody should have a union. And we, of course, like, we agree with that. Every American mm-hmm. deserves a union. Every American deserves to have fair working conditions and not just fair working conditions, good working conditions. People deserve benefits. They deserve good working conditions. But if you're a cop, you're not included in that. And the reason why is because you chose the path of social service. That's your path, right? The same reason why politicians don't have unions, right? (laughs) Like you don't get a union if you're a public servant. That's not, Mm -hmm. that's not part of it. You have, because you have other protections. That's part Mm -hmm. of the issue here, right? Like, you know, and the fact that police are even getting a trial after that video came out of George Floyd is what is protection, right? Like that's it's just protection on its a own. slap in the face because we're to the point where they're trying to say, like, don't believe your lying eyes. Mm-hmm. We're watching this stuff happen. We are seeing people get killed. We saw, even in the trial, the people were testifying. One of the uh, people who were at the police station who was watching the cameras live, he said, I thought that the camera froze. That's how long the man was kneeling on his neck. He literally thought that's... that it was something wrong with the camera and that the feed froze. Oh, my God. Like, like and that's this stuff just... is happening. Yeah. And we still have to, like you said, have a trial. What are we even talking about? Trial yeah. for what? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's insane. And you know, if you don't believe it, right, like if for for the white people or I mean, and you know, I'm not going to say just white people, any, anybody that just that doesn't believe this, like, you right. know, I mean, even in my own experience, right, I've I'm very I'm very open with the fact that I've been arrested before, <laughs> um, you know, uh, for for marijuana. I'm very open that I'm a <laughs> frequent marijuana smoker. I love I love pot. Um, and if you don't want to work with me because of that. See you later, because uh, I only want to work with other potheads. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, but you know, I've been arrested for pot, and nothing really happened, right? Like, I'm a white person. I got arrested for pot, and by the way, I had more than just a little bit on me. And essentially, I got some community service slap on the wrist and make your way, right? There are people that are literally sitting in fucking Rikers Island right now that are black males, mostly black males. I wouldn't say all black males, but mostly black males that, Mm -hmm. yeah, that have been sitting there since the late 90s for a gram of pot. Yes. 
And if that's not evidence enough, right? Like even, you know, I mean, I remember getting pulled over in Las Vegas. I've been pulled over multiple times because I'm a terrible driver, right? And like I've every time, never have I ever felt unsafe being pulled over by a cop. Mm -hmm. I've never had that thought even enter into my head. Um, Like I heard somebody say the other day on the radio, or maybe, no, it wasn't on the radio. It was on TikTok, actually. Like somebody had mentioned that, you know, he was like, I've, I've had literal thought, like every time I get pulled over, I have literal thoughts that this could be the last second of my life. And sorry, Facebook, my phone keeps, keeps falling, um, (laughs) that this could be the last second of my life. Right. I mean, the thought, that thought, I mean, I just, I can't even imagine like what that feeling feels like, but I have been pulled over with my husband, who is a person of color. And Mm -hmm. only when I've been pulled over, I remember one time specifically Mm-hmm. I got pulled over for a headlight being out. So nothing really yeah. that, that bad. Major. And mm-hmm. the cop told me I'd feel a lot more comfortable if you put your hands on the dashboard. Hey, you're listening to the Soul Strategies podcast. Take a moment to listen to some of our esteemed champions and their takeaways from the program. And I'm glad that I was a part of that, that I had the opportunity to even be involved with that, with some legitimate organizations that help people who want to do right by other people, you know, by communities. You know, utilize my my resources, utilize my networks. Um, This has, the last month, I've had some tremendous things happen. It's your time to become a leader. Go to soulstrategies.com to find out more. And I was like, I've never had that question. I've never had anybody tell me that, ever. In fact, whenever I've been pulled over, most of the time a couple, and you could talk, like, talk to this, but, like, most of the time they'll ask you, do you have a weapon, right? Mm -hmm. I've never once been asked, do I have a weapon? That was Mm -hmm. the first time that I'd ever been asked, did I have a weapon? And I asked one of my friends who is a woman (laughs) of color, I was like, hey, do you get asked, like, if you have a weapon when you get, and she was like, yeah, every time. Like, and I was Mm -hmm. like, wait, what? Like, that you actually get asked that every time? And so, like, if you don't believe it, right, Mm -hmm. I mean, just spend a day with a person of color in a car and and understand how insanely, not just hurtful, but dangerous, right, that 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 feels. And we're not doing anything. I mean, we literally have just not done anything. It's This has been the same thing, reoccurring, reoccurring. For years. Forever. Years. Forever. Years. And it's a deep-seated issue. Like, even, okay, so let's pretend, you don't give a fuck about racism, right? Let's pretend, you know, that don't apply to me. If it don't apply, let it fly. Let's think about just policing as a whole. Mm -hmm. And do you really feel like they're protecting you as a whole? Mm -hmm. Like, do you know, like, I believe it's two-thirds of all rape kits never even get tested. It's horrifying. So when women are going to the police and reporting, hey, I've been raped, taking all the proper steps, going to the hospital, getting a rape kit done, Mm -hmm. they never even attempt to find these people. That's insane. Like, that's what I mean by the entire structure of policing has to be reformed. And that's when they say stuff like reform the police or abolish the police, you get all this, "Ah, how dare you say that? But it's like, what are y'all even really doing? Yeah. Exactly. What are y'all doing? Y'all are sitting on the side of the highway all day, waiting to catch people speeding. Meanwhile, domestic uh, assault charges are going uninvestigated. You got people calling 911 because somebody's breaking into their house because their boyfriend's trying to kill them because they've just got raped or physically assaulted. And those crimes go uninvestigated. They don't 
they just don't look into that. They don't uh, do any real police work. Yeah. Like anytime we see these killings and all these situations, is somebody getting pulled over for some bullshit? It's never anything substantial. And it's like police officer, cop, you're supposed to be here to protect and serve. Yeah. Go fight real crime. Yeah. Why are you out here pulling over people for broken taillights, for uh, air fresheners, for me, for trying to park somewhere you shouldn't park? nonsense yeah go find a murderer yeah exactly go find a rapist yeah. go protect somebody's home who just got broken into like do some real police work yeah yeah it doesn't make sense i watch so many true crime documentaries i was watching one the other day and the shit pisses me off because that's how i know it's literally just a problem with the entire system it was a girl blonde hair blue-eyed white woman who was being held by a fucking serial killer who was doing his crimes three blocks away from the police station. Oh my the man God. killed like six women and she escaped She escaped him by the grace of God. She went straight to the police station. She still had her uh, ligature marks on her arm. She still had the rope tied around her that he had used to tie her up. Oh and she God. went there to the police station saying, I just, I, I literally just escaped barely with my life. There's a man down the street killing women. And they had the nerve to interrogate her. Yeah, that's that's. They didn't insane. believe her. That's insane. She said, I'm 16 years old. I haven't seen my mom in three days. I thought I was going to die. They were like, they was like, so call your mom. So oh they, she was God. like, I don't have a phone. They give her a phone and she calls her mom and she starts crying. Her mom starts freaking out. And then that's when the police believe her. That's so insane. while y'all over here pulling people around for nonsense, y'all had this active serial killer three blocks away from the precinct. Yeah. And then when a victim came to you, clearly physically beaten up and tattered and abused, you still didn't want to believe her. Yeah, that's, that's just, I mean, and that, the, that's part of the problem, right? It's like if we... You know, people, a lot of people, I mean, mostly people of color, but a lot mm -hmm. of people in general say that, like, they don't call the cops when something bad happens because it's more a chance that they'll fuck up more, right? Yeah. And that's, I mean, yeah, when we're thinking, I mean, we got to think about this logically, too. These are yes. our, this is our tax money that's funding mm -hmm. this. We have a say in this. The people that yeah. you elect are choosing where these tax dollars go. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got to ask yourself, are you ha are you happy with this system? I'm, I'm really, truly asking the Republicans this question. Are you happy living in a country that has multiple mass shootings every single day? Like, are you happy sending your kids to school, going to movie theaters, going to the grocery store? Just happened mm -hmm. in fucking Colorado. Right. Like, mm -hmm. are you happy going to these places knowing that? there could be somebody mentally unstable with a weapon that they legally purchased <laughs> and that there are cops coming with guns that are untrained to quote unquote mm -hmm. protect you. Does that make you feel like you're living in a good country or like the best country in the world? I just am not. The thing is, sure. the Republicans <laughs> and yeah, I'm just going to say, they lack sense to a certain degree. Yeah. Like there's literally, they treat guns like some type of freaking deity or something. Mm -hmm. It's the weirdest thing in the world. Like they're not thinking about their safety. Hold on real quick, I gotta plug my computer up. But they're not thinking about their safety, right? They're not thinking about in a logical way, like we're discussing it right now. Mm -hmm. they, all they want is to have access to guns at any means and by any cost. And yeah. I literally do not understand the obsession with it. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I mean, what? it's it's especially, it's weird to me too, because I mean, nobody has this argument with cars, right? Like nobody says yeah. everybody has a right to drive a car without passing an exam. 
Like no one's ever said that. I've never, I've never heard any. And I mean, isn't that our quote unquote God given right too? Right. Like to be able to have that. They don't, but they don't make any sense. They don't yeah. make any sense. Like, do you wake up and like pray to your gun or something? Like, I literally don't understand why you're so, like you said, so willing to just enter a world because the world is dangerous for you as well. Yeah. These bullets don't have no name on it. These bullets don't have no party affiliation on them. Speaking, People of yeah. all type of backgrounds, part, political party affiliations are dying in mass shootings mm -hmm. every single day. Mm -hmm. Speaking dying. of that, you remember that guy in Colorado I showed you about, you know, he was like a week before the shooting. One of the kids that died in Colorado, the 20 year old kid had posted on mm -hmm. Facebook a fundraiser for the NRA. You see, that's, that's a week, I mean. a week before the shooting. He posted, he posted that for his birthday fundraiser. If you don't believe that's me, go, go look. I'm not going to say I the person's name because I, I think it's sad that that poor kid died. Right. But, but it just, it goes to show you that this just doesn't happen to libs, quote unquote. Yeah. Right. Like this isn't it's just happening to snowflakes. It's happening to everyone. And it's a, and that's what I don't understand with these issues. Like we should all certain issues shouldn't have two sides to it. Like we should be all on the same side of this issue. Like nobody should be happy that 130 people have been murdered so far this year by mass shootings. Like mm -hmm. not even 130 people. I'm sure it's way more people than that. 130 mass shootings where four or more people have died in yeah. each of those shootings. So let's do the math on that. Probably a few hundred people have died. Definitely. So I mean, probably nobody more than should that. be pleased by that. Yeah. Yeah. I nobody mean, should be pleased by that. Yeah. And yet it seems to be. And, you know, I don't know if it's it, it, it gets really hard to understand if it's a moral issue for Republicans or if it's a money issue. Right. And by the way, I'm not just going to call out Republicans here. I'm calling out you moderate yeah. Dems, too, yeah, because, by yeah. the way, moderate Dems that want to say that oh, well, we just need to appreciate both sides. What you're doing is you're enabling those people on on the Republican side that don't believe that people have the right to life. Like, you're yeah. enabling that by saying that and doing that. Mm -hmm. And you're not, quote-unquote, fighting for your cause any harder. It doesn't make you... It's not right. It's not a good look. It doesn't, it doesn't help your cause to do that. In fact, what it makes you look like, it makes you look like you don't have a damn backbone and you can't stick up it for it. It does. Yeah. It does. And I'm to the point where on certain issues... There's no redemption on the other side. Like, mm. there's, so, I'm tired of everybody like, let's hold hands across the aisle. Mm. Certain stuff is just a fact. Yeah. Gun reform is just something that needs to happen, period. There's no across the aisle negotiation. There yeah. should be none of that with a lot of these issues. And this is one of them. Mm -hmm. People are dying. It is unsafe to leave your house. And the same with police reform, the same with our whole criminal justice system. Like, what are we even talking about still hearing two sides to the issue? Yeah. Because it affects a lot of people. Unfortunately, a lot of it is people of color. A lot of people, I, had, I remember a couple of years ago, I was dating a felon. Mm -hmm. And he was a really good guy, okay? <laughs> but because he had a felony, and it was a non-violent felony, he went to jail for selling weed mm. type of thing, right? Okay, happened. But he couldn't get, he went to college with me, and he had his degree and everything. He could not get a job. Mm -hmm. He could not get an apartment. He couldn't do anything. And he would be going on these interviews and he would get hired. And then they would run his background and then find out that he had a felony. And then they'll be like, oh, sorry, we'll have to like rescind our job offer. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's such a penile system. Like, why do, why does anybody support a system like that? Like, do you want people to 
become better or not because then it does what it perpetuates the same type of things that got them in the situation in the first place and yeah. they can't get a job guess what they got to do go back to selling drugs yeah exactly if they can't get an apartment what they got to do set up some type of fake social security number to apply for application to get mm-hmm. a job and commit fraud and you have to com- keep doing all of these crimes just to sustain your life right it's like what is the lesson here what are we even doing here and why why aren't these type of issues being discussed like dating him was really it showed me like how crazy our criminal justice system really is because i'm mm-hmm. like wait you're telling me you can't even get a place to live yeah because you went to jail for eight months mm-hmm. for selling weed yeah and now you're supposed to be what homeless for the rest of your life yeah how are you supposed to provide for yourself and your family like i don't i literally don't understand how our system works like this and why isn't it being discussed more yeah it's weird it's sick i it really and you know and yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. It's like, if and it's funny because it's the same thing with immigration, right? Like with, in, yes. with immigration, people, like the first thing that Republicans always want to say, and not just Republicans, moderate Dems too, they want to mm-hmm. say is, well, I don't think that these people should be, you know, taking from our system and, and taking from our hard-earned tax-earned system. Okay, well, they want to pay taxes. They want to be yeah, citizens. You don't want them to but you don't citizens. want them to do that. So that's what, that's why it's not really about paying into the system, right? Like no. what it actually is about is the fact that these people don't look like you, right? And they don't, they're from a different culture and you don't like that. So the why don't you just say it? Like, you know, I mean, instead of complicating the issue, like mm-hmm. just say it, just say that you don't like Please. them because they're black or Asian or not your color or don't eat the same food you do or believe in the same thing you do, right? Yeah. Um, Cause that's really what it is. So, you know, and that's, it, it really, I mean, you're right. I mean, this shouldn't be a bipartisan, like this should be completely, it should, sorry, it should be a bipartisan issue, right? Yeah. Like this should be something that we all come to the table on because we don't want to go to the grocery store scared because we don't want to go to the movie theater scared because mm-hmm. we want our kids to grow up in a country that is a good, safe, wholesome country to live in, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and the fact that we're not doing that, I mean, has to boil down to money. It has yeah. to. I, I don't see any other way around it, right? It That's has to the come only down. Reason. Yeah. And the fact That's that the, the, the NRA itself, right? Like, how many politicians has the NRA funded? The NRA just went bankrupt and, in 2020. So mm-hmm. I don't even know why we're still... Why are y'all still scared of the NRA? Yeah. What purpose yeah. does the NRA even actually serve other than buying off politicians? That's it. That's like, literally it's it. It's <laughs> only to feed into these gun manufacturers. And it's just like, at this point, the politicians think that we're dumb, right? Mm-hmm. We know that you're only going along with this because you're being paid to. Exactly. We know the NRA doesn't exist just because they just, again, if y'all are crazy and you wake up every morning and pray to your guns, then just say that. Yeah. You want to set up gun loving as a freaking religion and make guns your deity then acknowledge that yeah but if that's not the case then tell the truth i'll accept that you know freedom of religion around here yeah if you want to do it do it (laughs) do it but let's just start having i just want everybody to start having more honest conversation yeah because we're not dumb Mm -hmm. we're just not yeah and the people who aren't the most politically aware are easily falling into the propaganda because they don't know no damn better. Mm -hmm. They don't know what's really going on. So let's just start having honest conversations. America, who do you really want to be? 
Yeah. Let's stop pretending like we're the... I saw this uh, meme of this girl, like, doing this really hard wink, and it was like, one nation under God, <laughs> liberty and justice for all. And it was right. like her winking. Because, bro, that's not the truth. Like, let's stop pretending that we're this place that we honestly have never been. Yeah, we've never We've had. been killing people. We killed all the Native Americans, millions and millions and millions of them. And we celebrated. We enslaved <laughs> Black people for 400 years. We have never been for liberty and justice for all. Like, let's stop perpetrating and pretending that we're somebody that we're not. Exactly. We're either going to change how this country is ran and adapt to the values that we claim that we are and live up to those values or standards, or we can just be a fascist dictatorship mm-hmm. that has a hierarchy of race and wealth and let's just be that like let's stop pretending right exactly they don't want to do that i would much rather y'all just say you know what april fools were <laughs> actually an authoritarian government that right. puts class and race over the rights of our citizens yeah. like let's be honest and then we can really decide if we want to live in a country like that yeah but if we're going to pretend like we are this equality justice liberty freedom love peace acceptance then let's actually live up to that yeah no, I'm with you. I mean, listen, you'll hear me. You hear me say this all the time. Like, I would much rather have a conversation with a Republican because they are more upfront about why they believe what they believe. I've had Republicans tell me that they vote for money, that they do. Th- and mm-hmm. I would much rather that than ha- sit down and have mm-hmm. a conversation with a moderate Dem that wants to try Let's to pretend, pretend like this is a bipartisan that, you know, we have to reach across the table and shake hands and give out olive branches. Right. I mean, I'd much rather have that conversation. Is that going to lose us business? Maybe. But I don't care. You know, I literally yeah. do not care because. You at some point, you know, you have to you have to really sit down with yourself and ask yourself, Mm -hmm. whose side are you really on? You know, that's that's Mm -hmm. what you have to ask yourself. And, you know, you can pretend, you know, you can. I I don't know. Maybe some of you guys are pretending and you're believing it. I know that some people do that. Like they make up a story in their head enough times that they actually believe Mm -hmm. what they're saying. But for for us, you know, I mean, and I will say this, like on behalf of soul strategies, right? Like Mm -hmm. we believe that we need to change this country because this country is broken it's just broken like the whole thing is 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 broke (laughs) we want a refund (laughs) literally Literally. you know and so i mean when we say that okay well this country is broken right well like what are we doing right what are we actually Mm -hmm. doing to make it better and i think you know we're doing a couple of things to make it better one like we're having conversations like this where Mm -hmm. you know if you haven't been able to tell yet we really don't care if if you if you don't agree with us then don't work with us i I literally don't work with that we don't want to work with you probably right if you don't agree with what we what we believe and this isn't about us like trying to quote unquote like project our belief system onto people it's not Mm -hmm. that it's that we're doing what's best for people's safety for Mm -hmm. the prosperity of the next generation we believe in the african proverb seven generations ahead, right? Like if you're not Mm -hmm. working on what's happening in the next seven generations, you're not doing your job because it's not about us. Like it's not about any single one of us, right? Like I think Mm -hmm. too back on, and this is kind of weird, but I've been watching Mary Tyler Moore lately, right? (laughs) And like, I know that, and it's kind of weird because it's set in Minneapolis, right? And like, um, Mm -hmm. but it's back in, I don't, I don't remember what the fifties pro or it came out in the seventies. And I think it's placed like maybe the six fifties or sixties, but you know, Mary, like, I think that, you know, when you think about a show like that, right. Pretty much Mm -hmm. the whole cast is dead at this point. Right. Like they're, (laughs) they're all gone. None of them matter anymore. 
Like they're mm -hmm. none of them are here. I think even Mary Tyler Moore is gone now. But what they did, like that was a lasting piece of historical television, right? And like the fact that they were willing to get out there and do something that was really unpopular, like having a woman in a suit basically, right? Like talking mm -hmm. the way that she was talking, making sexual jokes the way that she was doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, doing all of that, they were breaking barriers and shit like that lasts forever, right? It does. The it's next, the everybody stage. will watch that, right? Like I still watch that and I get inspired by it because, mm -hmm. you know, and I know that it's not the full story. I know that like racism was happening back then and mm -hmm. it wasn't all peaches and roses <laughs> and everything, but it for its time, it was, it was really, it was, it was out there, right? Like to be mm -hmm. doing that, and so, you know, we're not worried. And they got tons of backlash for that, by the way. I mean, a of lot course. of people didn't want to watch it because they didn't believe mm -hmm. that a woman should be living by herself in a city like Minneapolis. They didn't believe they believe she should be married with kids. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but but they did. But they did it anyway. They did it anyway, knowing that they probably wouldn't get good ratings. They probably right. wouldn't make a lot of money doing this. But they said, fuck it. You know, mm -hmm. this is important for what's happening right now and i have a lot mm -hmm. of respect for that and and i have a lot of respect for anybody that does that right and i think that right. that's really what we're trying to do right now is like we're really trying to say fuck the money right like fuck fuck what people think um yeah. but you know we really want to change this country and make it better and and we're and we're yeah. working on that and the way that we're doing that is that we're bringing these new progressive candidates in and we're really giving them the tools that they need to be able to not just beat the establishment, but really scare the establishment. Right? Yeah. Like I tell candidates all the time, I do, we don't want to work with people who are just trying to get their name on the ballot, who right. have ulterior like motives for that, motives. right? Mm -hmm. Like that want to like start their own nonprofit or law firm or whatever it is, right? We want to work with people that want to win and that want to scare the establishment. And yes. you're not scaring the establishment if you're not raising money and if you're not mm -hmm. actually presenting a challenge that could get them out of office, right? Exactly. Um, there's nothing cute or fun about just running to run you know what what's fun is when you get into it and when you see a person really questioning if it's their seat right like yeah. when they're mm -hmm. when because a lot of these politicians they really truly believe that this is their seat and it's not yeah. their seat it's the people's seat you know mm -hmm. and that's what we're trying to change of like making all of these politicians realize no, you don't just walk into things. You don't just get things because you've been there the longest. That's some right. that's some shit, you know? Yeah. That it really is. You know, yeah. you're there because the community puts you there and they can take exactly. you right back out if they don't want you there. Exactly. That's what we're doing. Exactly. You're absolutely <laughs> absolutely absolutely right. Yeah, that's the main thing. Whenever change has to be the ultimate goal. Yeah. It has to be the ultimate goal whenever you're deciding to run. I feel like sometimes, like you were saying, people be running for the wrong reasons. Like, yeah. what are you really here for? Are you here because you care about the future of this country? Or are you here because you think it would be cool to have congressperson in front of your name? Like, right. what is the real goal here? Yeah. And the people that we want to work with are the people who are really, really passionate about this stuff because that's what's going to get the job done. Like, your passion for this, your want to see this country be different has to be stronger than the obstacles that are going to come from you attempting to run because like you said it's not easy it's, it's not. a lot of hard work there's a lot of strategy that has to put into it there's a lot of fundraising call time digital stuff you have to get your name out there in the press there's so much that comes along with it and you have to really want it and you have to have a plan mm -hmm. also 
Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do once you get there? What is your platform positions? What are your policies? Like, you need to know that and have that locked in yeah. so that you can really have a successful run. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it's all about, you know? And if you in if you can, if you're the type of person that you're really truly doing this because you, you think that you can make this country better... You're the type of person that we we want to talk to, you know, like you're you're the type of person that we we can fix the other stuff, right? Like we can help you raise the money. We can help you get a good digital presence. We can help you with mm-hmm. your branding. We can help you with all of that. What we can't help mm-hmm. you with is we can't help you with your passion. We can't yeah. help you become if you are a narcissistic, less narcissistic, right? Like there are certain things that we can't do. Um and so you know, we're really, we are out there, we are searching for the right people to come in and present really good challenges to these people. And we will help Mm -hmm. you run a crazy campaign. Uh, Is it going to be chaotic? Probably. Absolutely. (laughs) 99% it will be. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's going to be organized chaos and it's going to be inspiring and you're going to be doing something that is great for your community. Um, and so, you know, I always want to sort of go back to the police union money, right? I'm like, I, I always want to, like, go back. You know, there's a debate happening right now amongst Democrats, I think, about just money. And we could do a whole episode on just money and politics, right? And like, Girl, we could do a series. Yeah, we could do a whole, we could do a whole, right. I mean, we could literally just make a podcast about that. And maybe we will. I mean, that, that sounds fun. Uh, I'd love to just, like, dig into um, some of these folks and, and the money mm-hmm. they take. The rabbit hole runs deep. Yeah, it really does. Um, follow the money is uh, saying for a reason. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, there is, like, a particular debate happening right now amongst Democrats about police union money. Um, mm-hmm. And I... I think we should delve into that maybe in in another episode, uh, more about that about that debate that's happening. But the reality mm-hmm. is that it is happening right now, and there is there are very polar opposite sides on this, right? Yeah. Um, and we already know which one is right and wrong. <laughs> um, right. You know, it's 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 clear. It's it's really clear. And you know, I just next time that you're thinking about voting, right? I hear people say this all the time. They're like. Uh, I'm not going to donate until the general, right? How many? I, I we hear this all the time. I'm mm-hmm. not going to donate till the general. At that point, it's too late. You had it's an opportunity late. where you could have picked a candidate that you really want, and now you got to just support whichever candidate is there because exactly. it's only one. Exactly. And the thing is, is that mm-hmm. you know you you can't just say that all Democrats are the same. It's because it's not. not true. Because mm-hmm. it's just there's no factual evidence that that's the case the there is a very stark difference and if you don't really understand this difference or you haven't really delved into this difference like please do you know please please start looking at the differences because there are people that are quote-unquote moderate democrats that's something you'll hear that's sort of a buzzword i've picked up over over time right whenever somebody Mm -hmm. says a moderate democrat the first thing i do is i go to their fec filings and i start looking at who they're taking money from um because that's usually a buzzword for i'm progressive but i take corporate money and by the way there's no such thing you can't be progressive and there's literally no such thing (laughs) there's no such thing people to judge um and by the way you just being gay is not enough to call yourself a progressive um there are plenty conservative gays okay yeah plenty and so really like i encourage you guys to really like delve into this and look at where is their money coming from and when you see Mm -hmm. where their money is coming from it is going to inform you on how they're going to vote on the issues and if you're okay with that great 
And if you're not, I highly encourage you to start donating in primaries, start getting involved in primaries and doing that work because we can make changes in primaries. Um, And we're doing it right now. And so if you are out there and you don't want to run for office, but you want to get connected to a good race, uh, that's something else you can reach out for. You know, reach out to us. I'll tell you. Yeah. And if you do want to run or if you, yeah. have, you have that passion, maybe you want to do something, you know, city council or maybe you want to go for the big race. Send us a message. DM us. Email me or Z Amani at soulstrategies.com or Z at soulstrategies.com. And let's talk about it. And let's see how we can really help you in your campaign. Get off the ground, run it and get going. Yeah, no, for real. So we want to hear from you all. Uh, love doing this with my sister Imani. Um, I'm yes. excited. I'm glad that we're not alone on the podcast anymore. We'll, we'll jump too. on. I hate I hate being alone on podcasts. It's it can get it feels weird. weird. <laughs> but I'm excited. Um, and you know, you guys have heard me. You know, talk about Imani's the best. Literally the best. She she literally makes our business run. Like I I can't Girl. like if I didn't have Imani to talk to every morning, I think I'd like, lose my absolute shit. Um, so. We love you, um, and we will. We'll go. We'll talk. I don't know. Probably next week. Let's del- delve into the police union money and like really get into that. We should. I'm with that. I think that'll be good. I think awesome. it's a good episode. We can really dig into the whole money and politics thing. We could talk about. We, we can get deep. We can yeah. take trace it back to the beginning of the '70s when all the regulations were repealed, and we can just work our way up till today. So totally. I think that'll be a fun episode. Yeah. If you guys want to hear that too, comment. Like send us send us a DM. Comment on our yeah. stuff. Tell us what you want us to talk about, because if you guys want to know more about this, you know, mm-hmm. we're happy to get into it. If you would like to know more about like strategy or mm-hmm. other things, just let us know. And we'll, we're, we want to create our content around you. We do. Yeah. All right, guys. Okay. So catch us next week. Um, we should probably do this like the same time. Yeah. Next week. For sure. I think that'll be good. Cool. All right, y'all. All right. Bye, guys. Time. Bye.